0: Hello, and welcome to the Professor Podcast with Ruth and Claire. Each episode, we talk about a particular topic in the life of a professor. We are tenure track faculty members in the sciences working at a primarily undergraduate university in California. The purpose of our podcast is reflection, so we bring something we think is working and something we're working on to discuss.
1: Hello, this is the Professor Podcast. I'm Ruth.
0: And I'm Claire. And this week we are talking about exams. Um, But before we get to that, Ruth, how was your week? My
1: week was good. I had something to update on last week. So last week we talked about getting tenure Mm -hmm. and trying to address some rumors for tenure. And so this week I decided to accept that challenge. Awesome. I had one rumor that I had heard and I tried to address it and I got three different answers. So, so still a rumor, still a rumor, <laughs> still
0: un unsubstantiated rumor. Um, is that where it's going to stay or do you have a, another I don't plan know.
1: Or? So I, I guess the rumor, well, okay. The rumor I was addressing was if you are paid for work by a grant, then you cannot claim it as service. Right. And so I asked one person who said that is always true. You cannot get paid for it. Another person said that's never true. <laughs> and then a third person said you have to ask your committee and be oh specific. Gosh. So so yes, we have no idea. We have no idea,
0: basically. Well, at least it's not obviously, well, I guess what I mean is I think that that should count as service, and at least we haven't ruled that possibility out yet.
1: Exactly, and I think it really validates what you said last week about the rumor mill, because it is a real thing, and it is genuinely... Hard to navigate. Yeah. So just validating your thing that you're working <laughs> on is valid All and right. confusing. So yes. Mm. Okay. That well, was my thing. How um, about you? How was your week?
0: Uh, my week was good. I have been trying to get under, out from under this pile of recommendation letter requests that I'm oh, currently dude. under, and um, I feel like I did a pretty good job of getting out of the pile. But the pile is definitely still there. So. Um, Yeah, it's one of those things where as soon as I have a letter written, I'm super into sending it off and I'm super fast, you know. But when it's not, when I don't even have a draft yet, then like today I just wrote and submitted one the day it was due and felt kind of bad for being, you know. I always appreciated when I was a student the faculty members that would submit it really fast and I could just not worry about them. And I always want to be that person, but uh, it can be. I don't know. I understand why you submit them late now.
1: (laughs) And I want to put in a special request for us to have an episode only about this because I am struggling and I don't even think I would have something that works. I think I would just have all problems, (laughs) but it's tough to navigate. Yeah. And it's, yeah. 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 If I could implore the world at large, Uh it would be that reus and grad schools would have the same procedure for uploading a letter Mm. but i don't think i have that power to make that happen but that would be that would be convenient
0: that's interesting i don't really mind once i have the letter written it's just totally into it it's just a quick little job but i can see i mean it is a job it'd be better if it wasn't a job
1: I think my issue is like anxiety that I'm going to miss one. Right. And then guilt. Like, yeah. what would you do if you were there? Anyway.
0: Yeah. I feel like totally. we're going into okay, a whole well, we'll episode. Ta- okay. We'll sorry. have a whole episode. Yeah. Later. <laughs> so, um, but exams is what mm-hmm. we're talking about right now. So uh, yeah, exam season coming up sometime soon. So what is... So do you, would you want to ask what I got? Yeah. What's, okay. what, what's your, what do you have so to say about exams?
1: What I feel good about with exams is that... A few years ago, I had my mind completely blown at a workshop called Ascala and it was talking about exams really not being a tool of punishment, but rather a tool of learning. Mm-hmm. And it really turned my entire concept of exams upside down. And I think I hadn't really recognized the fact that we, in an ideal world, are just giving exams because we want them to learn that material And if they didn't have an exam, they might never learn that material. And I used to, when I started teaching, have a kind of meaner attitude and trying to be like, oh, I'm going to ask this one thing that's this obscure thing I said one time and the really good students will know this. And just having, hearing this and kind of thinking about it more and realizing there isn't any reason to not tell them exactly what's going to be on the exam and be really explicit about it and make it, it's not about tricking students because if everyone in the class got an A on the exam, how wonderful, then they all know the stuff. And so, yeah, that was a big game changer for me. And so it's definitely changed how I approach exams. And now I have been giving very detailed instructions about what will be on the exam. Mm -hmm. And the other thing I've done that a colleague here does is... They do it a little differently, but they do group exams. And so what I do is I give them back the test and then the next class period, I think the class period where I give it back, they get in groups and they can work through another like a blank version of the test with slightly different numbers to make up points, like get some correction credit. And it really works because for one thing... They don't complain about their score as much because I think when they work through the problems, they realize, oh yeah, that was wrong. You know I what see. I mean? And they kind of. And then the other thing is they really learn it. And I have no data to support this, but I often on the final put a midterm question on there mm-hmm. to kind of just check if they went back to. And since I've started doing these correction exam days, those questions have gotten way better. Like they really learn it when they go through it great so that and it's yeah it's just sort of and it sometimes those really depressing conversations you have after a test it's slightly mitigated because they're like okay they got a few points back they feel a bit better but it doesn't I was really worried when I did it it would inflate everybody's grade but it doesn't really end up doing that and yeah it it kind of feels like they really get that material way better awesome so I'm into it
0: so the day that you hand back the tests you hand back the tests Mm -hmm. do they have a minute to look through them or do they immediately get in their groups what happens there
1: so last year i had a weird teaching schedule where i would have a lecture they had a lunch break and then it would be lab Ah. and so i would let them use the lab period to redo the tests. Mm -hmm. so you're right like they definitely get a chance to look through it and like go through the corrections and see where they went wrong and then kind of they can't have that test with them when they redo it. So there needs to be discussion between them.
0: And so then they're in groups and do they have the same groups throughout the semester? How does, how do you do that?
1: That I have not. And that's, that should be a whole other episode i'm just suggesting all these episodes but group <laughs> dynamics is tough groups, uh, that's
0: uh, yeah we it's should tough. definitely have a group episode and
1: l- the last couple of times it hasn't really been an issue they all just kind of work together like they were just fall back they usually just fell into their lab groups oh that okay they were happy so you with. just
0: let them you didn't it, you weren't explicit about who they had to be with
1: no and i think i should be like i think i should figure that out or like if something came up right where people were just you know didn't like their group for some yes reason, yeah. Or, yeah 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 and I definitely did have one situation where it was two guys and a girl and I knew she had gotten the highest score and they just would not listen to anything. Uh-huh. And eventually I just had to go over and be like, she's right. You're wrong. Move it along. And like, kind of, because they just were arguing and arguing and arguing, but not listening to her. But I knew she was right.
0: You know, I heard an interesting technique for that. Uh, I'm trying to remember exactly how it worked, but it was something like, it was a group exam. I think in this particular case, it was the entire class was one group oh, wow. and it counted as part of the exam score. And it was a smaller class. I don't mm. know, 12 or something, but the idea was you could disagree with the class if you wanted to. Uh-huh. Um, so maybe I'm combining two things, but there was definitely an idea where you could have a dissenting opinion from the group and that was fine. And sometimes the dissenter was correct. And then, in in the scenario where it was the whole class the whole class did have to come to an agreement on the problem and often it would happen that one dissenter would be like no guys i don't think that's right and pull the whole class around to agreement on you know a particular aspect of the problem so wow. um, anyway have you
1: seen that movie 12 angry men no okay it was like but it's like someone on the jury and slowly they'd like turn ah. the jury around to like Real, anyway, sorry, but sure. I was like, whoa, that could be yeah. happening in the classroom. But yeah. it's cool. I think, like, even just someone articulating to someone else. I think this is five because right. it's huge. Totally, yeah. So that's I think, fascinating. Yeah, so I kind, of, I like it, and I think there's a few things that are pretty luxurious. So that, like, one thing is, I've always been teaching the lecture and the lab together, so I can just be like, oh, today in lab we're gonna do this instead. So that's right. definitely a luxury that mm-hmm. isn't always the case so that definitely has helped
0: do you find it t- like do you want the whole three hours of lab period for this exam group so activity
1: now that sometimes it ends up being activity instead and it, we have these activity sections that are two hours Oh, two hours okay and so yeah i think it just depends okay
0: because i was just thinking could i fit that into a class yeah that was fifty yeah. minutes or something you know
1: oh i bet you could and they finish really quick oh, okay they finish way quicker than they did the exam i see so that's interesting yeah. That's
0: really um, interesting.
1: But I guess and that's the thing where like I think getting the idea that the exam should really help them learn the material, not just they have to prove they know something. Right. Blew my mind. Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny. I remember talking to a colleague a long time ago who said that they gave their class a practice test and it was the same as the actual test. And it doesn't change anything. And Uh it's like it's weird how when you give all the information about the test. I got anxious the first time I did it that suddenly everyone was going to, like it would inflate everybody's grade. And it really doesn't. Mm -hmm. I think the people who are strong, like hard workers will be really prepared. Mm -hmm. But the people who don't, really do anything still won't do anything you know right. what I mean and so if they're yeah.
0: struggling to do the practice then they're still going to struggle at the exam potentially yeah. some of them will at least but I think it
1: definitely eases some anxiety uh-huh. especially for those students who you know because you have those students who are just so diligent and hard-working and it doesn't always reflect in their exam scores right and sure yeah this seems to kind of I don't know if it like totally changes their score but it certainly gives them concrete things to work on
0: and i love that it encourages and in fact more than encourages them to go through the exam again and really think about yeah what I they like, knew and didn't know that i mean that's yeah. that's the goal is for them to know how to do this stuff so. right
1: and again this is so lame but i really feel like in the first couple of years it was not clear to me uh-huh. that that was the goal it was more like you prove it prove that you know uh-huh. it and then now i'm like oh yeah it is supposed to be.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's great. So and I love me, the oh, focus sorry. that you're having of exactly what is my goal of this aspect of the class. That's, that's really right. Cool. And
1: sometimes, okay, I'm just side going here as well, but I'm in another course that I did and someone pointed out like sometimes physics questions are really wordy. Mm-hmm. And especially if you're in a school where everybody's language first language is not necessarily English right? like are you testing reading comprehension like what is the thing you're actually testing and to be mindful of that and I don't think I'm really there with Mm -hmm. that yeah yeah that makes sense yeah so tell me what about you well I realized
0: you were gesturing at me earlier because I had forgotten the quote so the quote oh my
1: god oh you weren't I I thought that
0: was your (laughs) I thought that was what you were saying but anyway the quote is um it's another Harry Potter one always a winner (laughs) and um it's the the quote is Never trust anything that can think for itself if you can't see where it keeps its brain. And uh, I'm kind of cheating here because that's Arthur Weasley, who's not one of the many professors. But such a but mentor. Such a, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, And I, uh, I read that, you know, thinking about quotes for this podcast, and it made me think of calculators and how, <laughs> how um, often it is that I'm grading a question and everything's perfect until the final calculation where they plugged it into the calculator and then it's some um, bananas answer. And, um, uh, so yeah, don't trust your calculator.
1: No, I know. And then that's why like you always try and like, you must show your work because if it's clearly right. just a calculator, then error, minus then minus one instead of 10, but right? Yeah. but if they don't show any work and then you just get this scrambled number, like what can you do? Totally. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, so my positive exam thing, what I've been doing for this one class that I teach every fall. Um, so I've taught it four times and every year I've been putting up available for the students, all the exams from my previous years, teaching it, including Ooh. full written out answer keys. Wow. Um, and yeah, my goal is that they know exactly that, you know, types of questions I'm going to ask. They can practice them that, you know, four whole exams at this point. Um, of course it was fewer before, Is a lot of practice problems in the exact format that I usually ask them. Um, So, yeah, my hope is that they're not going to be surprised when they get to the exam that I put up.
1: That's huge. And that's like really equitable for students.
0: I hope so. I think so.
1: Because I think... Something that students, especially if they don't have a lot of like cultural experience Mm -hmm. about college, like just a lot of friends or not, like having that concrete, like this is what this test is going to look like. Right. And so many of them before they go in are just so anxious. They don't even... Right. You know, What's what going to be on this test? I right. have no
0: idea, but hopefully they have a better idea. Yeah. That's So huge. I like doing that. Of course, it does require that I rewrite my tests every year. Yes. But that's Which where is... my amazing husband comes in again, because he will help me proofread them. There you Amazing
1: husbanding part two.
0: Amazing husbanding mm. part two. Dude, I have had some
1: intense exam disasters. <laughs> like one time, and not one time, two times, <laughs> I have gone into an exam. Where like I didn't hit two sided on the photocopier, uh-huh. and so h- half oh, of the questions no. are missing, and oh my God, it was so then so- what would you do one time it was really like my first semester teaching, and I kind of managed to pull them out of my head and write them on the board, wow. like I knew what they were
0: great Good and solution. then
1: the other time it happened. It was actually here and it was a longer period. So I was just like, work on what you have. I'll be right back. A colleague came and sat in and I ran up to the photocopier. Nice. But whew, Gosh. Yeah, not smooth.
0: But- <laughs> that reminds me of my, one of my times when I realized there was a problem midway through the exam. It was a multiple choice question and I had not given any correct answers. <laughs> so, then, so that I'm like, okay, guys, question eight, change D to you know will not change the potential and then obviously that's the right answer (laughs) so that was a funny one oh dear
1: (laughs) that's kind of awesome yep yeah So, but it's the kind of thing as an undergrad when there was mistakes i was like this is how could this possibly happen and Uh then i'm like oh yeah that's all too easy yeah so. Yeah, you just looked at something so many times you yeah,
0: don't see. Totally. Yeah,
1: That is very cool though. And it kind of brings me to what I'm...
0: Oh, great. What's that?
1: Well, so I'm really lazy. <laughs> I'm a lazy person and I don't have multiple versions of exams. And so that what you're doing is the goal. Like that's what you should do is give them old exams to practice. But as a lazy person or like, I don't know, I really like some. And okay, so there's two factors. One it would be better for them to give them old exams. And the other one is now I definitely know last semester I gave a very similar midterm and I know that a student knew someone from a previous Uh class and they did extraordinarily well on this test. So I know they had, you know what I mean? I could not prove it. And of course, yeah. But Hmm. so there is like, they get out in the world. Yeah. So I need to, Rally my lazy self to write new and exciting questions
0: hmm. well, one of um one of the things that I learned from someone in grad school was that laziness is the mother of all invention. He would always say, so i, I feel confident <laughs> I like that you'll it. come up with a good invention that does not involve rewriting your exams every so <laughs> yeah that that is really cool, yeah. yeah, I wonder
1: how creative I will get to not yeah, have to exactly come
0: this. up with some brilliant solution, yeah, yeah. hmm.
1: And then the other thing I kind of had about exams was the class I'm doing right now is the first physics class, okay, and I keep telling the students this is really a time like you grow as a student, and you might be having a rocky start in the beginning, but you're going to get into your stride, and it will all be fine by okay. the end nice and I'm wondering should I change my grade weighting to reflect that, like should the first exam be worth less? Because I keep telling them, this is a growth thing. And I you're see. Gonna... So I don't know.
0: Well, that's interesting. I tell my students a similar thing, but the way I enact it is I say, if your exam score goes up throughout the semester, then I will weight the later exams heavier than the earlier exams. Oh, I like that. So I don't actually change anything just in my normal... Structure of grading, but if I see that they've gone up significantly throughout the semester, then I'll say, okay, they demonstrated that they figured out. They got into
1: it. Yeah, they mm, got into yeah, it. They I like that stuff. a lot. so That is awesome. And it
0: is a quick check, you know, just when I'm looking at the final grades, you just look at however many exams there are and see if there's any. Stand thing out. That, yeah, yeah, something stands out. Well, because it's such
1: a bummer if you have, like, you did kind of crappy in the first midterm uh-huh. and it's going to, like, bring down your whole grade. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so what about you? What are you working on?
0: So this is interesting because my thing I'm working on is very much like your thing that's going well, um, which is that I really want to do better about providing some encouragement for the students to go over their exams after oh. they get them back and learn from them. And I've heard about people doing things similar to what you've described. I haven't heard it quite that way, but like, um, yeah, doing some recovering of points by going over the problems you missed thing afterward. And I always worry about inflating grades because I really do care that they're able to do the problems by themselves and in a time timely fashion. You know, I I do think I time is always a factor in my exams and I, I want it to be that way because, you know, if you know it better, you can probably do it faster. So I don't want to lose that, but I do want to give some encouragement, somehow to go back over. And so, uh,
1: yeah, yeah. Inter- so one one thing that I just realized I forgot to mention. Okay. Because the group exams weren't always going that well for me, okay. and people would hand in trash, basically, uh-huh. and stuff, and it was ridiculous. So I started saying this year, I will only regrade this if you get it a hundred percent right.
0: Interesting. So it'd be really fast to grade.
1: Yes, and then. I say, like, I'm here and I will help you with oh, you any of help. these problems. Okay, so, like, just there's no reason you shouldn't get 100%. But sometimes people would, like, race through it and make the exact same mistakes. Mm-hmm. And so that kind of put a bit more...
0: Interesting. Into
1: it. The other thing, too, that I try and do is say, like, one of these problems will come back to haunt you in the <laughs> final. And <laughs> nice. so, you That's know, this good. would be a good time to get them to go over them. But I don't know.
0: So, wait... First of all, how much do you help them when you're going around and they're asking I
1: questions? I help them like as much any anything at all. Okay. So it usually they have to have discussed it. Like they're still discussing it, and it's not just like I don't know, I don't know, right? I don't know. So it's just like they're like, is this right? And you're like, oh well, maybe you want to think about it. like that okay. algebra didn't go quite sure. right, and then they do it again. Okay.
0: That but makes then
1: sense. they check it to see if it's right, and then I say, yeah, that was right. So you'll
0: sign off. That's yeah. correct. Okay.
1: And so it's not as scary as I make it sound, but I do say. Like I'm not going to change your grade unless this is 100%.
0: And how much do you change their grade? I do this
1: thing. and I don't think I understand the math, which is sort of I <laughs> to admit, but I do like a thing where their previous grade is now 90% of their grade ah, and the new one is 10%. I see. And the thing that happens with that is that when they have a higher score, it's only going to change their grade by like 0.02% or something. But if they have a lower score, it could change it by like, like the most it's ever changed it by is three percent. Three? Yeah. And so often those students are ones who had 53 percent and now they have 56 percent. Like it's oh, not okay. a huge difference. Interesting. But I don't know why they, but they're like, I'm going to fight for those points. Totally. And I mean, it could make a big difference in the end.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. I haven't heard that. That's a great idea. I, li- I like that I, seems like a level that I'd be comfortable. You know, I don't want to give them. 10 more points or something that's totally
1: no yeah and i think that would be and it would be like i want to give students an opportunity yeah to learn it better but you can't completely negate what the people who exactly really well some uh, people
0: really learned it and yeah you can't so not credit them for that
1: right and so i think a lot of those people, if they do really well, they just don't stay for the group test. Oh, that's so they option. Can, they can mm-hmm. just
0: decide not
1: to. Yeah. And so they just are like,
0: no, thank you. Totally. Yeah. I'll just leave with my 97 or whatever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah. Interesting.
1: But I wonder too, if you don't want to give up the period of time in class, mm-hmm. but just saying explicitly, or do you do quizzes?
0: I've been thinking about it, but so far I haven't in the class I'm thinking of.
1: But I mean, I wonder, could you say like next week's quiz is going to be one of the questions off the test. And so please come to Mm -hmm. Here's My Office Hours and make sure you come to those and make sure you know what's... That's a good one. Yeah.
0: One thing I have done that I'm, you know, moderately satisfied with is say this is the question that most people missed. Here's a new version of that question. Oh, You nice. can complete it to get some percentage of however many points you lost back. Dude, I like that. Um, which works pretty well. But then I I would prefer if it encompassed the whole exam because sometimes people are like, oh, I got that one right, but I got this one wrong. Right. You know, and I, I whatever you're needing to study would yeah. be the thing. I think. Oh. <laughs> I thought we were getting the signal that we were moving through our time.
1: Oh, yeah. Because we do have a wonderful producer. We have a
0: wonderful producer, Ralph, who's keeping track.
1: And sometimes we make up signals and then we forget what the signals are when he does them. Okay.
0: All right. Yes. So we are at time.
1: Um, Thank you for joining us today.
0: Thank you very much.
1: And if you want to let us know things that are working for or things you're working on with exams, please email us at
0: contact professor podcast at gmail.com we'll also put it in the liner notes
1: awesome and thank you so much for joining us today
0: thank you ralph thank you ruth and
1: claire